The supreme accomplishment is to blur the line between work and play. If we want to love what we're doing for a living, we need to find ways to make it fun and engaging. One of the best ways to do this is to build friendships at work. These relationships will not only make work more enjoyable, they will also make you a better educator. A recent study with the clever name of It Pays to Play researched the impact of having fun at work. Their research showed an increase in productivity, lower stress levels, and reduced number of absences. Enjoying time with other members on staff will not reduce your productivity. It will help you get into a place where you're happier and able to do your job at a higher level. The key is to commit time to others on staff in ways that you enjoy. For instance, if you're interested in being more active, start an intramural program where you play a certain sport or game several times a week in the gymnasium, or arrange a time to exercise as a group. By setting up and committing, you're making the time in your busy schedule and increasing the likelihood of it actually happening. In addition, you're also indirectly telling those involved that you're interested in getting to know them better and that you're making this a priority. If you're not interested in getting sweaty at work, think of other ways that you can connect to your staff. For instance, start a book club or try to get everyone watching the same reality TV show together. I have had the opportunity to be in many staff rooms throughout my career, and one thing I've noticed is that those staffs who have a reality TV or sporting pools going often have the most fun and engaging school cultures. They tend not only to spend more time together laughing in the staff room, but they often get together outside of work too. If larger groups are not your thing, then look to commit time to a staff member who you think would be a good TFF candidate. I love the idea of creating work dates. This is where you set up a time, maybe on prep or break, and meet. Even if it's once a week, it tells that person that you feel that they are worth this time to you. I have even heard of educators setting up blind work dates. This is where you send an anonymous invite to another staff member to meet you for lunch. When they show up, you explain to them that you thought it would be fun to hang out together. This is a fun way to start a tradition of weekly work dates. Having fun is one way to build relationships on staff. Learning together is another. The research shows that collaboration has a positive impact on both students and staff. Schools in which more collaboration takes place demonstrate better instruction, expanded teacher toolkits, more consistency across lessons, more inclusive methods of teaching, increased student effort, and higher levels of teacher responsibility and accountability. Collaboration is a key component to creating a school culture in which students and staff feel happier and less isolated. Whether you're a teacher or an administrator, try to create more opportunities that foster the development of relationships. Personally, I have found co-teaching and mentoring to be two of the most powerful ways to build deep relationships with other educators. Make learning together a focus and relationships will develop naturally. Regardless if you're playing together, learning together, or both, know that this time invested together is one of the best ways to stay engaged and happy within the profession. Make the effort to build relationships with staff and students. It's well worth it. Thank you for joining us, and remember to strive for happiness in education. You deserve it.